0: Welcome to the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and I am obsessed with everything holistic health and spirituality. I am determined to uplevel my mind, body and spirit to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I truly believe that we're all looking to create a sense of lasting inner peace through all our pursuits in life. Health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business, jobs or a college degree. Whatever that might look like for you at the moment, the goal is same, to find that blissful state, that lasting joy and inner peace. And the intention behind this podcast is to share my quest for inner peace so that might kickstart your journey to discover the source of that true lasting joy and bliss that I feel can only be created from the inside out. Welcome to the very first episode of my podcast and I'm thrilled to have you here today and I want to talk a little bit about the name. Why have I named it Pursuit of Peace? So at the beginning when I thought what is it that I want in life because this is such a passion project for me, And I realized that I have done a lot of things in the last decade. I've switched careers multiple times. I've traveled all over the world. I've met the most amazing people. I've had the most amazing experiences from celebrities to working in an international research institute to creating lasting bonds. What is it that I've been chasing? And it is that sense of inner peace, this blissful, joyful feeling within and that is why the name Pursuit of Peace came forth. But there were two choices when I was doing that. One was Pursuit of Peace and one was Chasing Inner Peace. But the reason I didn't choose Chasing Inner Peace is because Chasing sounded very desperate and needy. And being somebody who believes a lot in energy and spirituality and quantum physics, I didn't want to that chasing energy to be there. But pursuit is more like seeking. And I feel I've been a seeker all through my life. I've been seeking something deeper in life. I don't want to settle for an average or a good life. I want a crazily amazing life that I can be obsessed with. Um, But I had a lot of hesitations in wanting to do this podcast itself. Because all these voices in my head came up and they said, Who would want to hear my story? How would it inspire anyone and why would it? And I remember a couple of years back when I was starting out as a health coach and I didn't know what direction to take because the certification that I got was very open ended and I could have taken any part that I wanted because holistic health is not just about food and exercise, which is an important part and which is something very close to my heart. But I knew that there was something more that I was looking for and when that friend said, why don't you share your story? And I'm like, what's so special about my story? Um, I feel we're all very special. And perhaps this story will inspire you to find that special something about you, which could possibly change your life. Uh, That is exactly what's happening to me right now. Uh, So I feel the pandemic in the middle of the pandemic in 2020 is when I, decided to start this project but then I didn't for a while because of all these voices in my head um it's been very cathartic this pandemic has been very cathartic for me because I think when you're cornered and there's no one nowhere else to go you end up meeting yourself I guess I ended up running into myself because I couldn't travel, I was not in a job, I was hitting a glass ceiling in my health coaching business again and again, I was feeling burnt out and exhausted, even though my clients were getting amazing results. And I started questioning myself, will I ever be happy with anything? And why is it that I'm not able to feel fulfilled, even though I'm doing something of my own, what I thought would give me happiness? And This is where all my fears of not being enough, not being worthy of the success that I desired and I really wanted came up and I think they were coming from a very, very deep place within me and I feel um, when we're in such an uncomfortable space, when we're feeling extremely down and shattered as I was feeling because my illusion of doing my own thing and feeling totally free and amazing inside out didn't come to me, I started questioning a lot of things and this was an amazing opportunity for me to heal because our shadow side has to show up and sometimes those breakdowns have to happen for us to get that breakthrough. And it has really served me well and this is why I'm doing this today and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, so what does my pursuit of peace look like? I think my pursuit of peace started at a very young age. Uh, since childhood where I wanted to be seen and heard and be treated as an equal in a society, in a patriarchal society where men and boys are always looked as the ones who would carry the legacy of the family and women or girls are looked as um, just somebody who is eventually going to get married and go to somebody else's house. And I love my family and they've really given me a lot, but I always saw these subtle undertones playing out right from my childhood, and I wanted to prove everybody wrong. I wanted to prove that I too can be the flag bearer for my family. I could carry the legacy ahead, and that my value is not just tied to a man and my name um, to his name. As much as I'd like to have a healthy, uh, happy relationship, I wanted to have an identity of my own, and Yes, I'm not married right now, and I do not regret it. I know I'm an outlier in my society, and for a long time I've judged myself for not having been there and for having been normal. But what is even normal right now? We're in the middle of a pandemic. I guess everybody is questioning what is normal. So coming back to my childhood, I guess this is why I worked very hard and um, started becoming everything that everybody wanted to me because a part of me wanted to prove that, I can be everything. But I suppose the more important question that we don't ask ourselves and that I didn't ask myself was what I really wanted to be, who I really wanted to become because I was too busy escaping what I didn't want because I felt very disadvantaged as a woman in a lot of ways. And I believe that once I had the scores, I had the medals, I had the job and the paycheck, I'd be viewed differently. So I was going after that evasive sense of peace within, except that I was trying to create it outside of myself by fulfilling every, every idea of perfection of who other people wanted, to me, wanted me to be. Uh, but I couldn't find it, and how could I? Because living a life and borrowed ideas of who I should be could not give me peace. Um, in a peace is an inside job. That's one, that one is a no-brainer, but it's very difficult to put it in practice in our life and see the ways in which we are blocking our sense of peace. So, all well, my life, I thought checking all the boxes and the societal norms checklist will bring me closer to that peaceful state. But with every achievement and every ac- accomplishment, that sense of peace became a temporary visitor. Uh, There was always something more to be achieved. There was always something more to be proved. And whatever was done was never celebrated enough. Because if I'm coming from a place of lack where I need to be somebody else, that cycle will always repeat itself because I can never be anybody except my true self. But then who was my true self? Because at a very young age, I decided to be somebody else. I was playing a role all my life. Um, my pursuit of peace wasn't even mine it was in borrowed ideas it was built on borrowed ideas and I really believe for any of you who's listening and if this is resonating with you we're never chasing the house the job, the partner we're chasing the feeling it gives us of security, of stability, of safety but unfortunately anything outside of us can only give us the illusion of that safety, that security and that stability these things are important. I'm not saying you should quit your job and you should leave your house and you should go and live like a saint in the jungles or in the Himalayas. But um, you can have these things and feel unfulfilled in life and you cannot have a lot and you can still feel fulfilled in life. And I'm sure all of us have seen those examples in our life. And um, my question is, can you look back at life and say that even if I don't have all these things, I will be okay, no matter what. That for me is true certainty. Like I can build that house. I can build that wealth. I can I can always have another partner, but I want to feel that sense of safety and security within myself. But unfortunately, our identity is so tied up with what we achieve and what we do that just being ourselves is not enough. And this is the reason we try playing all these roles to become that perfect person and most of us unfortunately even at our deathbed aren't at our true selves. So it is in my early 20s that I started chasing that feeling of inner peace in its more truer sense. Uh, I started trying to find my purpose and all I had to do was look within and it was in my being but... This wisdom only comes now uh, in the last one year or so. Uh, the right questions for me to ask were, what, what lights me up? What, what brings me joy? What can I do without wanting any of that approval that comes from outside? How can I give myself that approval? And that's not about what I can do from the outside because I cannot do anything from the outside to give me that sense of, peace, or that sense of approval, or that sense of being enough, uh, I, I, believe, I truly believe that we're all born worthy, irrespective of our circumstances, irrespective of the country uh, that we're born in, uh, the societal uh, status that we have, the skin of our color, where we come from, what language we speak, how we dress up, we're all equally worthy, but somewhere down the line, we're made to believe by these social constructs that we are less than. And that is when we start chasing those societal norms and standards to become more worthy. But how can we become more worthy if we're born worthy? Like, how can you be more of of which you already are 100%? So in my quest, I slowly started stripping down these layers of conditioning and programming and these external validations or sense of validation that I had attached to my identity and I started making a fresh start and in this year in 2021 as the second wave hit us again um, I started surrendering to everything that I suppose was bigger than me there was something that was bigger than me and I came into a state of full surrender I remember It was back in August 2020 when I was completely burnt out and clueless. And I asked for help. I said, dear God, universe, whoever it is that's out there, I'm not sure what's going on for me. Um, I thought I was supposed to reach happiness this way. But I am done doing it my way. I'm exhausted and I surrender. Please make it easy for me. Show me what to do. And I started just withdrawing from everything. I started going back into my own shell. And this time I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel like I couldn't spend time without overworking myself. Because overworking really was my drug. That's how I used to distract myself. And the magical thing about the universe is that it always delivers once we ask. But we need to ask for what we want. And in order to be able to listen, to be able to truly tune into our intuition, we need to calm down, we need to slow down, and we need to lower the volume of that external chaos that we built around ourselves. You know, whenever we want to make a decision, we always go out and ask 10 people. I was like this. And I think it was in my childhood that I was always hearing that, oh, you don't know better, you can't make a decision for yourself. And so I would start asking everybody else, should I do this, should I not do this? Because I could never trust myself. And as a child, I remember, I was so tuned into my intuition. But as I grew up, I was taught that I need to be practical, I need to be logical, and I need to be real. And there's nothing wrong with that. But without tuning into our inner voice, that sense of intuition that we're all blessed with, what is the practical and the logical going to do for us? We're going to be recreating somebody else's world, and of course, we're going to end up being lost in that. So as I started trusting myself every day, little by little, surrendering each moment of panic and anxiety as it came up, And I put my hand on my heart and I said, God's with me. There's somebody bigger than me. I have faith that things will work out. I don't need to control everything. And I'm willing to take my hands off the wheel. And I will still be okay. And it was not easy. It was not easy because I'm the kind of person who would plan my life three years in advance, which college to apply to, which next job to apply to, the moment I would get into one job. What is the next fellowship? What is the next travel plan? I was trying to control everything and no wonder I was so frustrated because of course that's not how life goes. There has to be a flow in life and how can life be easy if I'm always trying to take charge and always trying to make it go in a certain direction when there are so many external variables which I don't have control over. So as I started surrendering, as I said that, God, lead the way I'm willing to be led. I'll show up and do my part. And in every moment, every little expectation, every little fear that came up, I kept surrendering. I kept surrendering and I kept moving forward with with what felt right in the moment. There was so much peace. There was so much internal peace that I have not experienced in decades. I have been meditating for now almost four years and that has not done for me what this act of surrendering has done. And this is when I made a promise to myself that I will follow my voice of intuition no matter what, no matter how crazy it seems like, no matter how illogical it seems, no matter What anybody else says with how much experience and wisdom. Because being true to who I am, who I was becoming, was so, so, so important to me because I was trying to play to the gallery, and in the end, I was nobody but an actor trying to fulfill everybody else's expectations. And while they felt good about themselves, I felt so much anger and resentment and um, suppression within me. And I would try to put on the smile on my face and be this person, but I couldn't. I couldn't take it any longer because because I had tried everything in the book, everything that I had been told would work and it didn't work. I didn't care about the money if the job was not good for me. I didn't care about the city um, and how good it was supposed to be if it didn't give me that sense of peace. And I thought it was the big cities that are going to give me all the opportunities and fair enough all the opportunities were there but my heart was not in it and I couldn't stay in one city for more than two years I think I was just escaping every situation every city everything because I wanted more and more and more and there was no end to it but um, that that piece of you know being okay with where I am and then creating more was not there and I remember a time when I was in Austria for a work fellowship, and that was the happiest phase in my life. I'd never been happier than that, and I'd created that experience from a very good space within. And there were still days where I would be like, is this it? Is there more to life? What is more there? Like, why does a small part of me still feel unfulfilled? And at that time, I didn't have the answer that no matter where I go in the world, I carry my inner world everywhere. And the outer world can keep changing. I can chase the beautiful sunsets and I can go to the most beautiful places. And I could still have that small voice within me that said, there's something more. And it's so beautiful. I'm so grateful for all the experiences I've had, good and bad, because they've brought me home. And I've realized that even when things don't go our way, There is a meaning to it. I do feel our physical health is something that I would want to preserve the most because there's no getting back from there. I mean, there is, but I wouldn't want to go that path. But apart from that, there is everything that we have within ourselves to turn any situation around. And I truly believe in this. I'm no more a victim to my life. I'm not no more a victim to the stories that I've told myself about patriarchy, about how I was viewed. Uh, Of course, I was a child and there was nothing I could have done about the way I perceived things back then. But I think as adults, we have the power to change our stories. And I think that is what has the capacity to change our lives. It is not easy. It is not easy to shed that identity and create a new one when you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s, in your 40s, But it is so, so, so very worth it. And this right here, this podcast is a result of that intuition of me saying yes to every time my voice of intuition would come up for me and fulfilling that promise to myself, not to anybody else. And I hope if you're listening to this, you feel heard, you feel some seen somewhere in my story and it might spark your real pursuit of peace. Um, not something that has been predecided by the world for you, but your true sense of being, the true joy, that happiness when, that comes in little fleeting moments when you're probably looking at a beautiful sunset and there's nothing that you want. You don't want anything to change. You don't need anything from the outside. It is pure presence. And this is what we have as children, as young kids. When we laugh and we feel happy, we experience it to the core. When we fall down and we hurt ourselves, we cry and we experience that to, our, to the core and we are really present with our experiences. We're not trying to avoid it. We're not trying to bypass it. Because we're all so busy and so caught up in the doing in our life that we're rarely able to tap into that space in a more sustainable way in a long-term way, we just tap into that accidentally. A lot of that happened for me when I was traveling. But what I want for you is to be able to create that presence, to be able to create that uh, deliberately and consciously in your life where, you know, you're really, really present for every experience because in the human experience, there's going to be sadness, there's going to be grief, there is going to be uncertainty. And that is the only thing that is certain. Uncertainty is the only thing that is certain. We're in the middle of a pandemic. And there is a lot that's come up for us. There is a lot of loss. There are a lot of fears. And you can't try to numb those fears and move ahead because what we resist persists. We have to face the pain. We have to face the abandonment. We have to face the grief. And then come back to our status quo—that is, that sense of inner peace. So, what is it that in your life that you're most looking for? And that—and by that, I repeat this again: not a partner, a job, or a travel. But what is it that you're looking to have when you get that? Start giving it to yourself now. How can you cultivate that now? If you want to feel safe, how can you give it to yourself? What is it that you're holding on to that you need to let go? Who is it that you need to forgive? What is that resentment? What is it telling you? Is it telling you about a desire? Is it telling you about your attachment or your idea of happiness? What is it doing for you? Because I truly believe when everything is uncertain, everything is possible. And this is the opportunity for us to create a new version of it, of us. And what is that one little action you can take? towards that bigger vision of yours whatever it might be what can you do today to be one step closer to who you are authentically not who you should be according to your parents to your relatives to your teachers that stuff doesn't matter that's not true freedom that's not true happiness in life so I hope you reflect over these questions and figure out what is your answer without having to go to google without having to go and see what is it that successful people do i think successful people truly successful people they just follow their hearts because i've interacted with a lot of successful people and we view success very differently in today's day and age we look at money we look at status and we look at a whole lot of things on the outside and i've, I've interacted with billionaires and Um, I've interacted with a person who is miserable even after having had all that external success. And I've had somebody who has that external success but knows that that sense of inner peace is an inside job and is happy even if tomorrow he has to lose all of it. So what is it that inspires you in life? And once you do that, I promise you can create all that success on the outside. So I hope this was helpful. This is all from me for today. And I would want to hear if this was helpful for you, if it inspired you to reflect and take the smallest action that could perhaps start changing your life today. Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram at pursuitofpeace_parul underscore I will leave the details in the show notes here. Uh, Send me a DM, send me a message if it was helpful. I'd love to hear how it made you feel. And I'd like for you to drop a review here if this was helpful and an exchange. I'd like to send you a free meditation that has been very powerful for me in my journey. Uh, Just send me an email, send me a DM. I'll send it across to you. So this is all for today. I'm signing off. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Goodbye.